guys, and wow. welcome to every fan for himself. <laughs> hey. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad we're here. Yeah. I'm glad Jaren and Jason are here. Yeah. Me too. I don't think... Me too. I honestly don't think we could do this podcast without us. I don't... I don't think... I couldn't do it without you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't record every fan for himself. I'm Jaren Jolly. I'm Eli Webb. I'm Jason Kenny. And today's episode 18. We've been doing this for 18 weeks. Yeah. yeah. 18? Look at us. That's a couple months. Again. It is actually, yeah. Pretty good for a bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're still going. I'm pretty happy with We're it. We're still going. We're staying afloat. We're still uh, feeding quickly, our egos. I want to. I want to give a, a shout out to Houston, Texas, and Spring, Texas. That's right. We found out today, not today, this week, that we have a, a lot of random listens. We we realize we don't know anybody in Texas. Yeah. Do you, Jay? I don't know. Yeah. We don't know anybody. Okay, so if you guys are listening, thank you so much. Love you yeah. guys. Honestly. Email us. We want to know how you heard about it. Yeah, honestly. Well, because so we like ha- there's a, like a staggering amount of people yeah. in Texas <laughs> listening. Yeah. Like yes. Yeah. So usually, like we, because I get to look through our listens of the top cities and the mm-hmm. top hits where we get the most listens, and usually it's in Utah because we're Utah based. Yeah. Um, but the two top cities, <laughs> Houston and Spring, and it's like seventy four and like yeah. seventy something, you know, and uh, gosh. I don't know what it what it is about something. Yeah. Tell us what you liked because yeah. we will do that exclusively. Tell us why <laughs> so many of you listen. Like, tell more of your Texas friends. Yeah. yeah, dude, I'll start saying y'all and stuff. Like, wait, I don't wait, wait, care. don't polarize them. No, Maybe I, they I, don't I, say y'all. I know that you don't say, all say y'all. Keep <laughs> Austin weird, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Watch as Actually, the Texas have, listens pause. We don't have any listeners in Austin, probably. I don't think so. They're too good for us. Yeah, we're Houston in spring, baby. Are we not weird enough? No. Nah. Jason, I thought that was Portland. Keep Portland weird. It's Austin too. <laughs> it's just anything. Because okay, Austin yeah. is like the liberal city, yeah, it's the, the liberal the hipster bastion city. in yeah, Texas. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but anyway, thank you for <laughs> sticking with us. Um, let's get started with some news. Some news, Eli. All right. Um, sort of obvious, but the biggest. Last Jedi comes out in two weeks. Oh, nice. Oh, that's. Well, that different, was yeah, different, different biggest. Other, <laughs> other biggest yeah. I'm just saying, but I'm so is. excited for last oh, Jedi. I'm, I'm so excited. Embrace yourself for next week's episode. The next week's episode is going to be heavy. Is it? Yeah, heavy with a B. Heavy. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I don't um, know, heavy. <laughs> What's it going to be, Jay? Um, next week's episode, we're going to do um, Star Wars speculation. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. we're literally going to be diving deep into a a hole. Oh yeah. And like trying to predict what last yeah. Jedi will be. I mean, we've been talking about this since the podcast yeah, started. Yeah. Ready for our if last you, like, Jedi honestly, spec. I'm gonna put like a spoiler warning out now for next episode because we're gonna call it. Because like, uh, yeah, maybe, I think so. Maybe we say something that's actually right. I mean, we're gonna say a lot of things. Yeah. But like, maybe we slip in something that gets you know yeah. in the movie. I don't yeah. know. I and I've so. already, I know we've already mentioned little snippets, and so we'll develop some of the ones that you guys have maybe already heard. Yeah. Particularly for me, at least about Luke and the balance yeah. of the force within us, yeah. personally. I, I, There's I, so much, guys. There is. Well, here's the, the <laughs> this thing. This is a culmination about, of so much research I've done. And there has been so many, like, little TV spots or, like, 30-minute trailers that yeah. Star Wars released. It's, like, every. I feel like every single day now, it's, like, we get a Finn one, you get a Rey one, you yeah. get a Luke one, you get a Leia one, which I'm not complaining about. But at some yeah. point, I kind of had to stop watching them because I was, like, okay, I'm seeing too much. I yeah. want to just go in blank. But, um, yeah, I thought that I was, I was like, oh, I don't don't know if I'll be that excited, but as it draws near, I am, I feel like I'm a kid again, ready to see Star Wars, like Return of the Sith, you know? So exciting. Yeah. Cause it's, it's a new story. Yeah. It's something, it's totally new Star Wars and obviously totally different from 
uh, episode seven and, and slash episode four. Because right. <laughs> they were so similar. Yeah. I'm know? worried, though, kind of, because uh, all of the actors, like producers, like everyone involved in the movie is saying that it is Empire Strikes Back level. Everyone says it's just as good, if not that better. Good. And like, well, that, that makes that's, me nervous. That's so much hype. And that's that why I was going to say way too much Disney hype. has so much faith in Ryan Johnson. So much right faith. Now, yeah. I think everyone has so much faith. Even I have so much faith in Ryan Johnson. Oh, yeah. I don't think to. he's capable of producing something bad. And maybe that's just the optimist in me. But I, yeah, I don't think that we will. That it's going to be like eh, it could have been. And, I just and think it's going to be good. The fact that J.J. Um, Abrams read the script initially and was like, "Dang, I wish I had I stayed wish. around to yeah. record it." Yeah, I, yeah. I've I've got a lot of hope. Oh yeah, <laughs> like um, because well, he he has full control. He wrote hopeful. the story. <laughs> and you know what? Rebellions are built on hope. All right. My word. You're so right. <laughs> Jason, you're so coy. <laughs> okay, Jason, what's the other other biggest news? I uh, want him to say something that you're not expecting. I have a lot of news, so I'll let you guys say that. Jason's okay. our news guy, I feel. <laughs> yeah. He really like always has the most. And he, and well, here's the thing, thing. He says, I don't have that much. And then says like 20 <laughs> things. Well, well, here's the thing. Like When we started this podcast, you guys told me to be the news guy. Yeah. <laughs> I just expected you would be. Okay. I, I, Jaren yeah. told you. I said we would all share the load. That's true. Not that I don't resent you share at all. Share the I load. Do. Share the load. No! Okay. <laughs> What's that from Jaren? What? What are they? He was quoting. Okay, good. I didn't know. <laughs> That's why I, I said didn't share know. Yeah, the I know. Load. I just didn't know if you had. Because you put we, me on the spot. We made eye contact. Okay. Jason and I. I was yeah. there. Okay, Jay, what do you got? <laughs> I was there. I was a, an outsider looking in. Um, I'll, I'm going to share my biggest news. I'm going to share my biggest news because I feel like we're going to talk about that one. I feel like we're going to talk about the other news. Yeah. So I'm going to share the other ones. Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> one I'm insanely stoked about is we have our very first glimpse at Robin. Yeah, from, we from do. The t- from the Titans uh, series that they're going to put out. Oh, frick, yeah, we do. Dude, he is absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. The costume is immaculate. so good. Like, it's got the little yellow Robin yeah, symbol. Yeah. And it is cool mask. Absolutely perfect. I'm beyond happy. Um, some more news is they're putting out a Batman Ninja oh, anime. He got it. Yeah. Did you watch the trailer for it? Yeah, it's dude. It looks cool. It looks fantastic. It looks I haven't seen Batman it. Batman gets sent back in time to like the like feudal system Japan. Oh, and it's an anime. And he's yeah oh yeah dude. And that sounds like amazing. Catwoman, Harley Quinn, because the Joker is like wants to rewrite oh. history. Oh my god. And he gosh. has like Joker. So it's like sixteen oh two. Yeah, and it's just pure anime. It's yeah. so it looks yeah, cool. actually dang. Really cool. And like I don't know if you guys. Have watched much of uh, DC's like animated movies? Uh, some of them. I've yeah. seen two or three. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Son of Batman. Okay, I've seen. I've seen Batman and Robin. I've seen. Um, have you seen Under the Red Hood? Yes, yeah. that one is amazing. I have, that one's really. Have good. you seen Batman Year One? That one's my favorite. Uh uh-uh. so I've cool. seen. I've seen like the, all of them. I saw like yeah, so. the Suicide Squad one that wasn't called that. What was it called? It. Oh, uh, Justice League versus Suicide yeah. Squad. No, 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 no. It's the one. It's like Arkham something. Escape oh, from Arkham. Escape from Arkham. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. Dude, they're all so good. They, they do and they're very like, good. And they're all like rated R and like PG-13 yeah, they're, they're and edgy. stuff. Like yeah, they're, they are like adult. Yeah. It, it's cool. But yeah. anyway, um, I've got a little bit more news mm-hmm. that yeah. you guys probably haven't heard about maybe. <gasps> um, first off, uh, Hellboy is set for 2019 mm, cool. uh, release. Yeah. And the next one is the creator of uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. came out explaining um, Super Saiyans. 
Oh. Like the science behind like, Super Saiyan? Yeah, like how someone becomes a Super Saiyan. Oh, that's cool. Oh. Because that's never been explained before. Don't they just yeah. have to be... Don't they just have to yell Vegeta for, and from for <laughs> 10 minutes? Yeah, you, you, you just grunt real hard. Yeah, yeah have you guys oh. ever seen that YouTube video of that kid who's like... <sighs> and he's like... He's, he's <laughs> trying to become Super Saiyan. Yeah, the black kid like takes off his shirt and he just starts oh, screaming yeah. in front of his Probably computer. Popped a blood vessel. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> so in a question and answer, uh-huh. um, he goes on explaining that someone has to have a certain amount of... S cells? What, midichlorian? Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> so you have to have a certain amount of S cells, okay? And when you have those S cells, okay. things like anger or like strong emotions will multiply those S cells, changing your anatomy, mm. turning you into a Super Saiyan. Turning into a Sith. Super Saiyan. <laughs> uh, oh. Turning Oops. into a giant monkey. <laughs> so uh, Kind of awesome, though. <laughs> <laughs> Midichlorians are the answer. Yeah, yeah. the crap. Yeah. Nah, so essentially, <laughs> if a Jedi gets mad enough, <laughs> he'll turn into a giant ape. <laughs> and a kid with blonde hair. <laughs> Big pointy blonde. Po- just just mowing down younglings <laughs> with giant, giant blonde hair. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. That's great. Oh. Good news. Nice. Yeah. That's uh, and then we got the last one. I think I know yeah. the big news. Wait, wait. Yeah. I think I think I actually wasn't aware of the big yeah, news. Yeah, no, I think the, it slipped my mind. The big news, the obviously, is that there's new Lord of the Rings Funko Pops. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the big news. <laughs> Biggest news. <laughs> there's a there's a Lurtz Funko Pop. There's a Coronation Aragorn Funko Pop. There's a Pippin or is it Mary? I don't know. There's a lot. I looked into it yesterday. There's a lot of Lord of the Rings Funko Pop. None of us actually Funko. We can't. We we have a. Uh, uh, I guess podcast friend group rule. We can, you can have one Funko Pop, but as soon as you get a second. It's officially a collection and we're not allowed to have not, a collection. You can't have a collection. So we have one, because we think they're kind of creepy and weird, but and two, it feels like it's a slippery slope. It is. It is. I looked up, I looked up Funko Pop memes just on Google <laughs> Images and all of them are like, here, take my money. Your pictures of people throwing their money in the garbage. They're <laughs> <laughs> Funko Pops. Because like, I was looking at the Lord of the Rings one yesterday and they have, very cool ones. I texted you guys a list <laughs> yeah. of the ones. I want Gandalf, Jason, Sauron, Sauron. Like, Jason's not having any of this. I don't want any of it. <laughs> Twilight Ring Wraith, like, Treebeard, Coronation Aragorn, Lurch. Did you rehearse Here's this? The thing. No, <laughs> I really just love them. It's hard because um, I understand within our culture, especially, they're very popular. Mm-hmm. Like, a yeah. lot of people love them. They mm-hmm. are. Okay, like you go to Comic Con, they have entire oh, walls of them sections. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, and I didn't, I didn't understand the the depth of it until I lived in Washington for a little bit, and um, uh, some people I knew that I became really close with, they owned like a kind of a pop culture geek shop. Yeah, they Funko had pop culture geek shop. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Basically, yeah, they yeah, they had I, I, thousands and thousands of Funko Pops just in their home. They couldn't keep it in the store. They just an entire room that was like yeah. all the wall to wall Funko. The thing is, like, I, I know people. A lot of people like them personally. I think they're stupid. I don't like them. Yeah, no, I think they're dumb. I think we can all agree they're stupid, but we still kind of want. Yeah, one. I think like Funko Pop in general is dumb, but like yeah. anything Lord of the Rings I can get my hands on, I want no matter Dude, what. Just it get is. a cool statue. Like honestly, like yeah, I see. Wouldn't you rather have like a sword? Yeah, I see oh, yeah, like those cool, yeah. but like detailed statues of like Green Lantern and stuff. I'm like, I want that. I don't like, know that, cool. that. That's I think never those are to like me. those are really nerdy. Or, I think those that's like kind next cool. level bad, Jason. Wait, what you, that's where Jason think, and I. You literally think those, do you think those are worse than Funko Pops? I do. Yeah. I, Why? I, I feel like Funko Pops are. Are, are more their heads of a, not big enough? No, no, no. I feel like Funko Pops are more of like. Do they need bigger eyes? Casual, 
Like, I don't know. you can get it for, like, sort of a fun thing. I think it's two ends of the same spectrum of kind of stupid nerd dumb. <laughs> yeah, I think Funko Pop is more more of a broad audience. I feel like those, like, hyper-realistic sculptures are definitely 40-year-old in mom's basement yeah. sort of things. Yeah. You know, but here, we're not, we're not bashing anybody. Cool. If you have that, no. that's they're, really they're cool. They're super cool. I honestly, like, really wanted the Mithril edition of Shadow of War because you got, the like, the huge... Not huge, but the statue of the Balrog fighting a Drake. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> bashing me right now. Yeah. No, no one's bashing <laughs> Whatever. Anybody. You were bashing Funko. You're yeah, like, no one's. Oh, your head not big enough? You're hating. Because okay, I was defending, hey. I was defending <laughs> the cool <laughs> statues. I was defending the cool ones. Oh, the cool ones? Yeah. Right. Cool. Okay, you okay, okay. okay. Let it go. Let it go. We're going to have a mini-sode <laughs> about Funko Pops because of this. Um, okay, with the big news. One. One. Two. two. I'm not going to say it with three. you. I'm not going to do it. Infinity War trailer. The single most watched trailer ever, pretty much. I, I'm pretty sure. What? I'd have to check really? my fact check, but that's what I'd More heard. More than both Star Wars. Yeah. Like, it's... it's. I mean, it's dope. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, let's... let's Sorry, let's quickly talk about it. I mean... Very quickly. Captain America with a beard. Blonde Skull no Johansson. Yeah, Wakandan Johansson. Army. Ant-Man was in Iron it. Spider. Hawkman... Also wasn't in it. Hawkman? I hope Hawkman wasn't <laughs> in it, you dummy. Falcon was in it, though. He appeared at the end. No, uh, Hawkeye. Oh, Hawkeye. Okay. Hot guy. Hot guy. I thought Ant-Man was. I've, I don't know why I thought he, he was. You know, he could have been in every scene. You just didn't see him. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. Uh, um, Scarlett Johansson. I'm not Scarlett. Black Widow and Bruce Banner reunite. Wasp yeah. also wasn't in it. Yeah. Oh, she's um, in a poster. Spider-Man was in his Iron Spider suit. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I, I I'm he looks so good. That part we where see his the spider sense. up. That's yeah. so cool. I don't know why Finally. we didn't see that at all. I know. Homecoming. It's weird. But um, he also didn't like swing on buildings in the movie. True. Well, a little bit. Where? Barely. He like sat on him. Yeah. Like he sat, sat on him. Do a back. <laughs> do a backflip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's the best. Um the he gets, like, choked out and, like, wrecked by Thanos in one part where, like, Thanos grabs yeah, his neck and throws him. Iron Man he, gets punched. Yeah. yeah. Iron Man's, like, crying at the beginning. And I love how Thanos has, like, baby. this... He's, like, this summer wear. He's got, like, this <laughs> tank top and no And he's significantly armor. less purple. Yeah. yeah. Just he put looks on, more, please put on your hat. Thanos. He looks more human. <laughs> he looks more human in this. Yeah, I think... I, I, we saw a little quick clip sick. of one of his daughters from the... Yeah. The whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. The Black... The Death Black yeah. Legion, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What is it called? It's it's like the Black Legion. The hand of the. Like, I, think it's the black I just call it the Black Hand. The Black. Of Death it's Legion, the Black Hand. So. It's the Black Hand. Yeah, like, yeah. you okay. were right. Like, <laughs> wow, I should have stopped. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, man, it it looks like they um they kind of hook up Captain America with some dope Wakandan like gauntlets or yeah. something. You know yeah, what I hate awesome. and love. Hmm. That the Infinity Gauntlet is left-handed. <laughs> oh my That's gosh. weird. You know, it shouldn't be it left-handed. Is, isn't it? it is. <laughs> Maybe like it's so Maybe powerful it can like switch hands. You know what I'm saying? Like it's I, universe. <laughs> it bends the other way. Like you know, it's like reality bent. Once it has the reality stone in it, like it can switch. <laughs> he's got. <laughs> That's the least. He's got two in the trailer, which means I think he's for sure gonna get a third in the movie. A third gauntlet. Just kidding. <laughs> a third. <laughs> yeah. A third gem. Maybe yeah. from Vision's head. Yeah. What? Wh- pretty painful yeah well, I'm sorry but what if that is his biggest issue he's like oh, it's left handed he can't that's like how it's they like beat unwieldy. him <laughs> it's like poor penmanship and he like yeah. can't quite do what he wants half the movie is him trying to like become ambidextrous yeah. <laughs> write his name T-H backwards N <laughs> I hope so that would be awesome um, no but it, it looks 
It looks great. Unreal. I love that they're doing it all in Wakanda. It looks like the big battle scenes are in Wakanda. Yeah, obviously not cool. all in Wakanda. <laughs> what did I say? You said, I love that they're doing it all in Wakanda. No, I, sorry, I meant the big battle <laughs> yeah. scenes yeah. look like they're in Wakanda. I, looked, I mean, it looks like there might be big, pretty big one New in York. New York. Yeah. 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 What's that big portal thing in the sky? That's how he gets there. Yeah. What What are those big, like, demon monsters that they're, they're Chitari. fighting? No, uh, they're not. Those six-armed things; those aren't Chitari. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they might be like new homies. Yeah, I think they're I like a they, new alien. I mean, they could be Chitari because like some of them were kind of Chitari. Yeah, mm. but they look like demogorgons or something <laughs> with like six arms. I don't mm. know. We'll see. We'll find out, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, it really does look yeah. quite amazing. <laughs> I'm interested to see how Doctor Strange is going to lose the Time Stone because mm-hmm. I have Kegley maybe that true. happens in the second one. Maybe. He's so cool. Who, <laughs> Doctor Strange? Yeah, yeah. He got Just as a character. He's awesome. He, I was super happy about Thor Ragnarok because he was so much cooler in Thor Ragnarok. I know he was he fully realized. Yeah. yeah, just yeah, cool. absolutely powerful. So, so much cooler. Yeah, yeah. he's um, a, like unbelievably powerful. Oh, he is. He and can I, do so much against I think the other Avengers. I genuinely think he is the most powerful Avenger in a sense. Honestly, yeah, I would yeah. say him, Hulk, yeah. and Thor. Yeah. Thor? The most really? Vision? What? I was going to say Vision more than... Thor? More than... You said Thor. Yeah. You, yeah, you, Thor you, I'm well. questioning Thor? I'm, yes, Thor I say absolutely Vision could absolutely. wreck Thor. No. Easily. No. I Sorry, don't know. <laughs> like, like, people debate whether Thor could beat Superman. I mean, that's because of his magical abilities, but like... Dude, Thor was like, beating Hulk in Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I guess he <laughs> knocked him out. He's, but like, he is as strong plus lightning powers. Yeah, but think about Vision. Yeah. Vision is like he's got, unbeatable in some ways. Um, we see him getting wrecked by Thanos. <laughs> he like yeah, but like Scarlet Witch is like the only one that can, can kind of delay him. I guess yeah. we saw it. In, I feel like Thor could so totally get Vision to run for his money. Really? Mm. Um, yeah, Couldn't I mean, he like just he phase can, through him. He can match him in strength and everything too, because mm, yeah. he just changes his. Density. That would be a good. Mm. That'd be a good face off. Yeah, it would. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, and Thor has got his eye patch. <laughs> I think it looks so <laughs> he cool. He does look awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he looks pretty Tight. sick. Um, yeah, so, I mean, tell us what you guys thought about it. Um, what were your favorite I parts? I we were just saying. I no, no, I'm talking to the fans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, they're both like, so, so, guys, what did you, no. So, so e- email us and let us know. What stood out to you? <laughs> what you uh, guys liked about it. What, what, Honda Army. <laughs> what, tell us what you're not excited about, because and, we and, know you're excited, and, but man, yeah. wasn't in it. Switch it up a little bit. You flip it, flip it up. Thanos is bald. Um, <laughs> I feel like I could Repeat see like five o'clock and shadow. Also, on Thanos. he he only has the the lines on his chin, not uh, on his lip. Yeah, mm-hmm. the lip makes him look like a fish. I think. No, it's like I a, thought it looked. I better. thought it was cool. Yeah, it's like a Kylo Ren scar switch. Yeah, G point. Except I like Carlo Ren's. Gun I like switch. Carlo Ren. Carlo Ren. <laughs> Carlo it sounded Ren. Carlo. I like George Carlo. Ray Romano. I, I like Carlos Ren a lot. Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> actually, have you seen um, the the cosplays of people doing like Carlos Juan Ren. Solo? And have you seen that? Yeah, Hispanic yeah. star. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, really it's funny. It's funny. It's That's really funny. funny. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then this the last I guess little thing that we'll say. Um. So uh, as far as the social media has gone with Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, we've kind of just created it and haven't really been super proactive with it. But I think um, with the release of Star Wars, we're really going to make a big push to be more, um, I guess, active on social media. So look out for that and actually reach us to re- keep reaching out to us on social media because we're going to make a real uh, 
a real push, and mm-hmm. we're gonna make it get some content you guys actually want to see. Yeah, so you can tune tune into that and yeah. reach out through that, and we'll start doing it a little more regularly because we want to. Yeah. Um, so we want to, not because you want us to. <laughs> this is for us. Remember, this is our podcast. Jason. Okay. I don't care about what you guys <laughs> our domain. <laughs> We so, actually care a lot about what you guys think. Not too we're, much, honestly. We're very insecure. <laughs> <laughs> I see a therapist twice a week. <laughs> All right. Uh, this fanfic What's is... It called? I can't say. Ugh. Who's it by? Texone. Cool. Cool. Texane, uh, and Texan A. Let me see X A N. Hey, that's where all the Texas fan comes from. A Canadian. <laughs> all, they all Texas. write the fanfics that we read. Texan A. <laughs> <laughs> um, chapter one. Oh, and by the way, this has fifty-two chapters. No, <laughs> I think it's the biggest one we've ever come across. Wow. We're not reading all. No, that's all. all this is for this is for the fans. We're gonna read all fifty-two chapters. Let's go. Okay, chapter one. Fabulous news. Okay, you know, it's just going to give it away immediately because yeah. the content. This is called Howl's Love Advice. Professional yeah. love advice from Dr. Howl Jenkins Pendragon. Dear Dr. Pendragon, I am a 20-something-year-old woman with, a, with good prospects, a nice personality, and a full-time job. I would love a bow. Okay, I'm sorry. What is the issue? What is the issue? You guys showed me a meme. Show him. Okay, you got it. What is it? It's so dumb, but it's so funny. Nobody cares. Sorry, everybody, about this. Come on. Sorry, everybody, about this. We'll keep going. Sorry. Focus. (laughs) This story's for you, not me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Dear Dr. Pendragon. I am a 20-something-year-old woman with good prospects, a nice personality, and a full-time job. I would love a beau, but none of the nice gents I meet ever ask for my number or want a second date. My girlfriends say I should try wearing makeup and wear pretty clothes. That's gonna work. However, (laughs) I've never really been into all that nonsense. I think someone should accept me for who I am. What do you think? Do men really think only of of external beauty? Yes. Mm I don't want to change my lifestyle, but I don't want to be alone forever either. Sincerely, at a loss in market market chipping. Dear at a loss, I have fabulous news. Men love pretty girls. You sound like such a nice lady, but all that depth really isn't necessary. (laughs) (laughs) Men are only attracted by what they see. At 20-something years of age, you're clearly not getting any younger. So take your friend's advice. Lather on that makeup, buy those glittering gowns. Beauty is only skin deep, so enhance it with all you've got, and you'll be irresistible to the opposite sex. After all, if you want to nab a man, then some necessary sacrifices must be made. Get the man first. Who wrote this? It's for how? It's awful. (laughs) Get the man first. There may be time for a relationship later. I'm sending you lots of complimentary coupons to the finest salons in this side of Ingeri. Best of luck, Dr. Pendragon. Um, And I'm just going to, so I'm going to read the, like, I guess his news clip. He's a columnist. Yeah, he's a love columnist. (laughs) And I'm just going to read some of those those things. Dr. Pendragon, I'm smitten by this lass, only she doesn't know me. How do I make a good first impression? Bloke on the side. Mr. Bloke, think memorable. Make it so she never forgets. Pendragon. Uh, Just that? Yeah, that's it. Sorry. (laughs) Bad advice. How? Sorry. He changes. He gets better. Here we go. Yeah, this is pre-Sophie. Yeah. 
Dr. Pendragon, there's this guy at school that I like, and I mean really like. I've known him for a while and we're pretty good friends, but I'd like to be something more. I've done everything I can to try to get his attention or show that I like him, but he doesn't seem to get the hint. He just says I look nice that one day I... Uh, he, sorry. He just says I look nice that one day I dress up or thought of my gifts to him as just friendly gifts. Should I give up or should I tell him outright? Please help me. Sincerely, sincerely hopelessly, a hopeless cause. Gosh. Dear Hopeless... The signs hopeless are in all... Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Helpless, the signs... Keep Seattle hopeless. Stop it! <laughs> the signs are all there. Your man is exhibiting the classic case of playing hard to get. You've got it. You've come to the right doctor, be darling, because I have the perfect prescription for you. You're going to need to play hard to get yourself. Ingredients. One, wardrobe of tight, beautifying out outfits. Daily application of makeup and stylish hair. Two weeks of casual avoidance of said man. 2.5 weeks of canceled plans with said man. A dash of flirtatious chit-chats with other attractive, eligible man... Mandividuals. Oh. Mandividuals. After week two, if this guy isn't hanging off you trying to figure out what's going on, then dump the friendship and move on. Any man too blind to see your value is not worth your time. Besides, how could you ever truly be content held at arm's length? I hope you female listeners wow. are taking note. <laughs> <laughs> hope you're listening. Flip, man. Is it every chapter know. just different advice columns? No, I, that's why I'm I'm having to jump around to all the, the different ones. I'll, oh. I'll just read two more real quick. Two more? <laughs> Shut up. This They're is exhausting. Oh, my word. Don't actually take note. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. Yeah. Okay, this is a short one. Dear Dr. Pendragon, I find myself in quite a predicament. As you are gifted with supreme knowledge of love, mm -hmm. I'm hoping you could alleviate my distress. You see, I'm in love with words. Oh my oh. gosh. They're not just any words that set my heart aflutter. The latest word, words that have conquered my heart are gently compelling and wildly amusing. Even while few, oh, they create a layered, intricate story. They make me into a lovesick giddy fool who craves more of the sweet ecstasy. I'm confused. Okay. Is she going to say the words that she loves? I think we'll get there. <laughs> I can it. do no more than to admire them, <laughs> to reveal them in their warm embrace. Sincerely, oh, Boric Wildbagger. Nope, no words revealed. What on earth? Greetings. Your infatuation with words is wildly amusing. However, I must gently compel you to get a human lover. <gasps> Giddiness over words can't compare to the sweet ecstasy of an actual embrace. But then again, everyone has their thing. Mine just happens to be women. Dr. Pendragon. Oh. Okay, one more. Here we go. You're killing me. <laughs> Sorry. What can I say? Yeah. You can say, that's it for fanfic. Let's get to this. <laughs> <clears throat> Here we go. Dr. Pendragon. You know what? You know what? You're right. <laughs> this isn't very good. It's, it's, I'm sorry. I thought it would good. be funnier it's than it's it was. No. Don't do that. It was good. <laughs> you guys, do you want me to like... No, I had a good time. Bolster me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was listening. I thought it would be crazy. I, look, I'm, I, need, I know I need to beautify myself now. Listen, today's episode <laughs> is all about Studio Ghibli and specifically Hayao Miyazaki. <laughs> the brain behind some of the best animated films ever. Yeah. Um, uh-uh. Okay. Some of the... Pixar nothing. <laughs> Stop. He said some of the... No, I'm just, I'm just giving him a hard time. I agree. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I personally think they're my favorite. I fully agree. My favorite animated movies. And um, honestly, 
some of my favorite just movies general. Yeah. Period. Yeah. They're good movies. They're so good. I, I need to point out, first off, my very first tweet uh-huh. on Ooh. the Twitter in like uh, sophomore year of high school or something like that, junior year, mm-hmm. was I want to watch a Miyazaki movie. That's what it was? <laughs> that was my very first tweet ever. <laughs> did nice. you? Like, you'd have to go back, like, seven or eight years or something. No, but did you watch a Miyazaki movie? I, I, I probably did after tweeting that. Like, I, I mean, it's been, like, a long, long years. years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, um, obviously, for those who don't know, Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli, they're kind of like the Disney or the, I guess, like, the Pixar or whatever of Japan. And Hayao Miyazaki, I would compare him to, honestly, like, the Walt Disney of Japan. Yeah, totally. Um, he's so he 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 started this movie studio, Studio Ghibli, in 1985, um, and since then he is responsible for eight of the highest-grossing films in Japan's history, and they're all from him. Uh, he just everything he does, I feel like just is gold turns mm-hmm. to gold. Totally. And he seems like such a sweet old man. Totally, <laughs> he does. Th- there's a there's a documentary that came out called The Kingdom of Madness and Dreams. It kind of illustrates how Studio Ghibli works and specifically how Miyazaki operates in his creative process. Um, and something I think that's really really interesting is he does not write like formal screenplays at the at the beginning anyway. So he will storyboard. He'll draw all the frames for the thing, and based on what he draws, he'll pull a story kind of from that like the dialogue from those moments it's kind of interesting so that is interesting he doesn't necessarily write he writes through drawing which i think is mm-hmm. kind of cool um but he started of old comic book writers did it that way really they storyboarded like, first and like a long came. time ago but yeah mm. cool yeah and he, i mean that's his big thing is he's really traditional about how he approaches animation and and i guess filmmaking um but he his first movie well, he's, he, he worked as an animator for a really long time, and it wasn't until the 80s that he started his own thing. In 1984, he made the movie Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wasn't his first movie. He made another movie called The Castle of Cagliostro. Um, but that was, like, his breakthrough movie. And that wasn't actually released on, through Studio Ghibli. It was after that. When was Castle in the Sky? Was that Castle 86 Sky, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was, that was his first Studio Ghibli movie. Okay. So that was, that was I think, 86 or 87. Mm-hmm. But that was, um, that was like their first kind of big thing as Studio Ghibli. And interesting fact, Studio Ghibli. Where do you think Studio Ghibli gets his name, Eli? You're smart. Wordsmith. I'm not that smart. Where did Ghibli come from? <laughs> um, um, sounds like candy. <laughs> giblet, that part of the it's part of some turkeys or something. Actually, you are right. Liar. <laughs> oh, wow. Jason. <laughs> no. Ghibli is a Liberian word that means the hot. Why des- would you call me a, a word guy? Uh, only English. I don't speak Liberian. Uh, let me get let me help <laughs> it, you out. It comes from Gibby. From iCarly. Yeah. We're gonna have an iCarly. <laughs> episode um yeah but (laughs) ghibli is actually it means a hot desert wind and they named it that because they wanted to blow a new wind through animation but also it's the name of a lot of italian cars um and italian engines i thought you'd get it through that maseratis all their engines are called like ghibli engines Um, nope (laughs) i don't know you know i am not a car person that's why I do a nerd podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're not car talk. <laughs> um, Number one in our category on iTunes. 
true. What's they, in the car talk? <laughs> then they, they are just they're locked and loaded. Vote for position. us. Give us ratings we'll so we can vote beat car talk. Yeah. We just go. That's our goal. Go to right to number one. Car talk is old haps, dude. True. Yeah. We're the way of the future. True. How many movies about cars do you see? Cars a are lot. dead. A lot. A lot of movies about There's cars. There's a trilogy <laughs> called Cars. <laughs> cars are dead. <laughs> cars are dead. Drones are the way of the future. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't think that's far off, actually. I feel like everyone's yeah. going to have personal drones. Probably. Um, Carrying us. Back to... Yeah. yeah. Uber's building a drone with NASA. Ghibli. Isn't that cool? Studio... Yeah. Did Studio Ghibli have drones? They, they're Do all they <laughs> film their movies with drones? They're drone exclusive. <laughs> um, film their animated movies with drones. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they could to just get like a lay of the land, like a good scanning of it to like yeah. make a model of that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. You can use lidar. It's this technology oh. that you like fly over, and it does like a like a sonar scan, basically yeah. of an area, and it can kind of give you a 3D rendering of the flyover area. It's like Tony Stark stuff. I know, it's legit. We can't get too distracted. Come on, come on. Um, just a few more things about Miyazaki. Uh, apparently, he's a really bad dad. <laughs> oh, oh for, hey, I don't want to judge. Well, no, that's what his, his son, who is also an animator, says he has... Zero marks for being a father, oh, but top sad. marks for being an animator just because he liked his work just more than that. his family. Oh, well, well I like his work more than his family. I so. agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm on his side. Um, but, I mean, he's the man. And he's why we're here. So we're mostly going to be talking about Miyazaki's movies and not necessarily um, some of the other creators from Studio Ghibli, like Isio Takahata or um, Goro Miyazaki's son. Mm-hmm. Show off. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start speaking Japanese. Um, <laughs> Racist? No. You just made that up. No, the last one was word. Uh, what was it? Uh, now I don't mean animation. To... <laughs> <laughs> it means animation. My fake Japanese. Oh, let let me start with this. What do you guys think? Jaren's the Tolkien of fake Japanese. <laughs> Jaren's the Blade Runner. Thank you. Thing. That's what I thought you were going for. <laughs> well, um, like, but Tolkien, like, he was a linguist. And, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. That was a stretch. Linguist is, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's number, like, four or five of what I would attribute him as. I mean. Oh, I would say that's number two. I mean, linguist? like, you were. Author, linguist. <laughs> mm. You were creating what a, else a fake Japanese, and he created fake languages. Yeah. So it was just. Also, okay, what right. else would you put above linguist? Uh, dad. <laughs> That's true, actually. He was a Husband good dad. Husband and father. He was an amazing family man. <laughs> Letters from stop, Father Stop, stop, okay, stop. I know, it's so cute. Focus. So cute. Focus. Take a page out of his book, Hayao Miyazaki. Honestly. It's probably too late. <laughs> <laughs> true. Tolkien's dead. <laughs> so, let me ask you guys this. What Miyazaki film do you think someone should start with if they've never seen a Studio Ghibli film? What, what would be the movie to start with spirited uh, away you say spirited away why it's his most popular first of all okay. I, I think it's a good entry it gets you the idea of his style it shows it's obviously got a compelling story very cute very mm-hmm. artistic and digestible mm-hmm. unique also it's not similar to western storytelling and so i think it's the perfect segue into that bigger world because I feel like the rest of his movies are more extreme in one of these directions. Either they're more cutesy or more story driven. Yeah. And this one I feel like is a great blend. Great characters. Mm. 
It's pretty good. What do you think, Jay? That's good. Um, I, I agree with Eli, but I mean, I'm going to say uh, Howl's Moving Castle because it's my favorite. Mm. Um, and like, that's it. You know, it, it's my favorite of his movies. And mm-hmm. I think it's a good unconventional love story and yeah. people love that. Yeah. I, I chose the same one. I think the movie you should start with is Howl's Moving Castle mm. because I think it's just slightly more approachable than Spirited Away. I think it because so? it's different. Yeah, well, I feel like Spirited Away is. I just I think that people would I mean, connect with it a little quicker, and it's because Spirited Away is amazing. What mean, was the first one you saw? The first one I saw was Princess Mononoke. First one I ever saw was Kiki's Delivery Service. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I just wonder if it correlates. Or yeah, I wonder mm-hmm. if the first one you see because it's so different. That's what I'm saying. Since it's so different, I feel like you should have an intro into that difference so that later mm-hmm. on you can focus on what you like. And right. I feel like if you start with Howl's Moving Castle, you might be too distracted by how different everything is. Whereas mm. Spirited Away, I feel like it helps kind of get your into the world, get see, your that, toes wet. See, but that's because why like, I, that's, I disagree with that for that very reason. I think that the the like the spirits and the animation and the way that story progresses, it's really I think that's a good second movie because mm. you're kind of acquainted with how his I stories think it's a progress. Perfect acquaintance. I just think it's too. It could go either way, honestly, because like. If you start with Howl's Moving Castle, it's like it could be a good entry because it's so different. It's like it's more grounded in other movies maybe you're familiar with, Mm -hmm. you know, and it could be a good entry. But what Eli's saying is, you know, it's... It's the perfect introduction to Miyazaki. It's it's like the perfect Miyazaki movie, really. And I think that's the difference. We're saying that they're different in different ways. I think Howl's Moving Castle has such a great story, and I don't want a first viewer to get distracted from the story because of how different everything else is. Really? I, I, I don't know. I just think that, that it's like a good segue for a Western audience because mm. I feel like that's his most Western Yeah, it's very... Like story. I don't and, know about that. It's very character-driven. Really? What, yeah. what would be more like, I guess, comfortable for American audiences? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's, a, it's kind of a weird way you put that like saying... You know, it, West, I, um, Princess Mononoke honestly might really? be... Really? Yeah, the That's, violence helps. <laughs> nah, I guess. Yeah, we're, we're a violent people. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. But I, I, I do see the merit in starting no, with And I, I see it with yeah. Spirited Away as well. Yeah. Honestly, start with any of them. They're really that <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, they're so good. I'm, but don't start with but at the same time, actually. Oh, but at the same so time, don't cute. start with any of them, though. Because like, it depends Never on... Never watch a meal. <laughs> <laughs> it, it depends on who you are and like what your taste is. Yeah, because it, it's, it's like, true. If you're not into, like... You know, violence and, and stuff. Like, don't watch Mononoke. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, if you only, it's the only PG-13. No, it's the two. Yeah. There's two PG-13 ones, but it's the violent PG-13 yeah. one. But if you're into, like, cutesy kind of animation, then start with Totoro. Start with mm-hmm. um, Kiki's Ponyo, Delivery Ponyo, Ponyo, Ponyo. Kiki, like, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. So the thing is, they're all really good movies. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is good. We're just going to go around because they're all good. I can't yeah. talk bad about a Miyazaki movie. Um, okay. Who would you guys say? is your favorite male character from Miyazaki's films. Let's start with Jason. Uh, Howl. Yeah? Um, and not just because the, it's my favorite um, of his movies. Right. Uh, because I like... That movie is very character-driven. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Howl is just a really good character. He starts off as this guy that he's, you know, callous. He's kind of rude. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not sure how you feel about him, really. He's super vain. Yeah, yeah, extremely vain. Yeah, he's so into himself. But, like, he has a good character arc. And it, and it becomes this cool love story where you end up liking him. Actually, even when you don't like him, you still kind of side yeah. yeah. You still kind of like him. Like, you're he's on beautiful. his like You're, you're on annoying, his side. but yeah. you're fun. I'm going to yeah. stick with you. 
and I think he's a cool character. I yeah. love Hal. Hal is he's such awesome. a good character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His arc is really amazing. I think that's one thing Miyazaki does well is the, the character arcs are so realistic. It's not yeah. like this is a bad guy, this is a good guy. They do No, it's like mm, maybe they're still figuring out what it means to be Kinda the like, thing they are. Like Porco Rosso. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They, there's like no actual bad guy in that. <laughs> and we'll talk about that in a second, yeah. but I, I love that. Eli? Um, I had a hard time with this, but I feel like if I really had to narrow it down, I would probably say Ashitaka. Mm. Um, I mean, he's he's got such a strength of character. Yeah. He's so noble. He is. Um, just kind and careful and considerate, but obviously a fighter and a defender. I don't know. I just, I, I really like who he is, mm-hmm. his character, what he represents. He loves nature and that beauty and compromise. I don't know. There, there's really so much about him that I genuinely admire. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I really, really like him. I, I wrote, I wrote, yeah. I, I wrote two, but one of them was Ashitaka as well, just because he's like unyielding, but not in like a stubborn way. Just mm-hmm, like yeah. if his nobility and his goodness yeah. and his honor, he'll well, always... like Captain America. <laughs> right. We always go back to that as like yeah. our moral yeah. example. Yeah, but, but it is. there is a sort of unyielding, like yeah. he won't compromise because he knows what's right. And right. he's such a good match uh, for Son. Yeah. Totally. And I, I really like that. Because she's wild and she's feral and she's yeah. angry and emotional and he's very in control. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing is he's, he's very... It's like somebody because he, he's able to follow the rules and still be like a traditionalist in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, which is really good to his culture and kind of his personal belief system while still understanding that things don't always fit in the kind of the way he sees the world. I mean, he leaves his ancient kind of society and he sees San and Eden and helps her. And, you know, he tries to see the good in Lady Iboshi and what she's doing for these people, mm-hmm. even though San's like, she's the worst, I hate her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he, he tries to see it from both sides. He's just, the guy is like the perfect character, honestly. Yeah, um, but my other favorite male character would have to be the dad from Totoro. Yeah. The dad from Totoro. <laughs> yeah. He is. That's awesome. He is awesome. Call me, call me weird. This is, I know this is kind of weird, but like he's like kind of a role model for what I want to be as a dad because yeah. he's he's so sweet. Yeah. He's That's like a, a single point. dad. I forgot about him, yeah. honestly. He is, he's so cute with his daughters. Like there's a part where they're all like taking a bath and stuff and they like think they hear a monster and he just starts laughing like maniacally and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, if you're ever scared, just laugh because <laughs> the demons will go away when they hear you laugh and they just start laughing and I'm like, this man, he like promotes imagination. Yeah. He's so sweet. He loves to work hard and he's like, when they're like moving in, they're like, I think the house is haunted. He's like, that's awesome. I always yeah. wanted to live in a haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> like he is the best dad ever. Yeah. I love his character. He's awesome. That's a good point. Yeah. He's, he's my fifth. Um, favorite female character, Eli Webb. Um, I like Sophie a lot. Sophie. She's mm-hmm. amazing. I, I just think she's, she's strong and um, nervous at first. You know, I think she's got good growth and, and development uh, from such, Hell's Moving Castle. Yeah, she's got such moral fiber. Yeah, she does. And I, I love that she gets transformed into an old lady, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. just fun. Like, that's a fun little and thing. And she doesn't complain about it that much. No, it's just like, yeah. oh, I'm old. <laughs> and, like, oh, crap. continues. Yeah. What's weird about it is, like, I'm worried about it. I'm, like, more worried about it than, than she, she is. is. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, please go back. And she's like, if I am, I am what I am. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I like her, and I like her relationship with Hal a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. I think they're great together. Yeah. I like their hair becomes white. <laughs> 
Very it's cool. Hip. Um, she gets hot. I also <laughs> <laughs> that platinum blonde. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, I also, I mean, I just actually recently saw Porco Rosso for mm-hmm. the first time, but I liked Fio a lot. She's I, I awesome. She was super yeah. smart, She's super cute. cool. You know, determined. I think I might like Sophie a little more, but I, I did. I really liked Fio. I thought yeah, she was fun. She was fun. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Jay? Um, I I picked uh, San. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. awesome. Like, she's just really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we saying San or San? I don't really know. San. I would say San. San. Who? No, San, San from Princess Mononoke. From Princess Okay, because isn't Sen? Sen. Yeah. That's why I want to make Yeah, we'll say Chihiro if we mean Chihiro. Yeah. Okay. Chihiro. okay. But that's a good... I actually thought about Chihiro. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I did too, actually, because I, lo- I like her a lot. Yeah, she's fun. <laughs> um, but, you know, she's just... She's cool. She's wild. She's just... Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, it's kind of after Nausicaa in, in a sense of the environmental kind of movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to explain that, but... I really like her. Also, I forgot. I actually really also really like Lady Eboshi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she is she's, she's one of my favorites. But I'm, I'm a, yeah. 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 Anyway. So I, I guess I kind of have three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I no, didn't no. realize it. No, that's good because I've got a lot as well. Um, <laughs> for my favorite female characters, I would have to say Sophie is up there for me. Mm. I love Kiki so much. I think mm. she is so, because she's, she's innocent. She doesn't really know exactly her place, but she wants so badly to figure it out. And she's really creative and she's funny and I don't know. I think they just did such a good job with her. I think, well, I just think overall Miyazaki, he's just like so good at creating these really strong, independent, feminine characters. And yeah. not characters that have to like prove, oh, I'm a strong woman. You're just a strong character. Yeah. And you Kiki to be a was woman. like, he just relies on their character. Yeah. Kiki was like his first one. Yeah. Of, of no, like, well, no, I mean, Nausicaa like, is his Nausicaa. first female character. But like, I would say Kiki was like definitely the first one that was very prominent i want to say like like very strong strong willed yeah. she was really very popular non- yeah i don't know yeah i mean think about the the characters we see even though it's called Howl's moving castle i would say sophie's the main character absolutely and oh, her. and yeah, sen totally. and mm-hmm. san <laughs> chihiro and san and then in totoro uh the two the daughters girls. and kiki's delivery nausicaa the valley of the wind uh, very heavily ponyo yeah the little girl, the girl. That is, it's very heavily female mm-hmm. driven. And I, I think that's great. And Miyazaki. And there's no, there's no statement about it other than this is absolutely believable yeah. and reasonable and just, just not an agenda. I, I appreciate just how he, that's the most respectful way to do it, I think. Yeah. Because otherwise it does feel cheap. If you're like, I'm putting a girl here because girls are girl. strong. Yeah. It's like, no, just, he just, just make it normal. Like, yeah. It's. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's normal. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's normal. There's nothing unreasonable about having a a female lead, and so don't make it exceptional. Just it's like Ripley and Alien. I was like, going to say. Everyone was just like, oh, yeah, like that's just cool. Like, yeah. You know? Like, I, nobody I, I was said gonna, anything. I was going to draw comparisons to Ridley Scott because he's like a champion of doing really strong women, especially in environments where you would never see strong women in a sci-fi film, but yet you get like movies like Prometheus and you get but movies. you didn't feel like it was political. You didn't. You didn't. Yeah. You just felt like it was a strong character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, Miyazaki says, many of my movies have strong female leads, brave, self-sufficient girls that don't think twice about fighting for what they believe in with all their heart. They need a friend or a supporter, but never a savior. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. They're, like the most capable ladies. I think it's awesome. Um, okay. Best villain. Cool. 
Who's your favorite villain? Let's go to Jason first. Um, I chose Lady Eboshi. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, and I, th- I think it's cool because she's like the villain, but she's like not really a yeah. villain. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> no? Totally. Yeah. Very so, multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's because like she's like a good person, I guess. She has like, she her, in her mind she has good intentions. Yeah, she's trying, she's to, just help trying to help the the town. The you know. Yeah. Like she's not doing like anything all that bad, but yeah. like she's seen as the villain. Yeah. 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 And the thing is, it's like, it's kind of just. Old meets new. That's the conflict. That is in yeah. nature. Mononoke. Nature meets industry. Yeah, and that's and she's bad for, for being seen as destroying nature, but she's also you know she saved all these all prostitutes, of these prostitutes mm-hmm. and is employing them, and they are capable. All and, of them. And it's funny that the town is like kind of run by women. Yeah, like the men are kind of second fiddle yeah. to all these women. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're all so tough. Yeah, and you know so but. We, they are at odds mm-hmm. with the main characters and with nature. And so, you know, that's where oh, it yeah. ends up. Totally. Um, so she's definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. I, I love her. Um, I also really like Yubaba. Yubaba's yeah. great. <laughs> she's a good villain. Yeah. She's really funny. Yeah. And her sister is funny. Like, I, yeah. d- I love how ah, there's, I mean, maybe in some there are, but I would say for the most part, a lot of the the villains, I'll put in quotes in Miyazaki movies, they like can also be kind or reasoned yeah. with, or well, yeah. like yeah. joking. Or yeah. I mean, the, the, she's like, okay, like I'll let your parents go if you can pick them out, and then lets them go anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, and has this relationship with her sister mm-hmm. and and Lady Boshi, obviously sympathetic because mm-hmm. she's wants to provide for yeah. her town that she's created, and even. I mean, the Witch of the Waste. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of like there's a heart reasoning there. Yeah, with she's her. Really sweet, yeah. At the end. And Porco Rosso, the, the, like I would say, legitimately isn't a bad guy. No, there's <laughs> Donald Curtis is the closest thing, but he's yeah. just like fun and yeah. happy. That's the pirates are even worse than Donald Curtis. Like, and they're still hired. sweet. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's that's <laughs> the thing I want to say about Miyazaki films with their villains is that because that's closer to real life. Is that in in real life? Really? I say be careful with it's not there are like genuinely bad people. <laughs> I think there are but, but yeah, I mean but, like, but I mean in, in like everyday interactions I think within our life in our mm-hmm. spheres I mean I think in most people's spheres um unless you're like people working think for what they're doing is the good. US military. Yeah. No, but like but you know there's no there's not really in everyday life there's not bad and good yeah, there's there's a lot of ambiguity. There's I have this intention and maybe that doesn't benefit me and it benefits mm-hmm. you but I have this and maybe we can see eye to eye and maybe mm-hmm. you do something bad and maybe you want to change your mind you yeah. know and I, you see that on the opposite end you see like how a lot of good characters who start out kind of annoying and really earn their kind of stripes in, in a good way yeah there's not she here really, pretty annoying at the beginning yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she's a baby she's a total wuss yeah. and I just love that that it's so realistic and it's so like no there's good in everybody yeah well and, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like there's not a lot of pure evil like there's not no. someone like always maniacally just trying to yeah. destroy the entire mm. planet. Like, yeah. mm. most of the time, it's like people do bad things, but they think they're doing something good. Right. Or, you know, maybe they're doing bad things, they know it's bad, yeah. but, you know, some part of them is good. Yeah. That, you that, know? I'd say my favorite villains, and it's hard to even call them that, my favorite, I guess, antagonist characters from 
movie dumb would have to be from Miyazaki. I just think. Who's your favorite? Did you did you pick one? Yeah, so it's a tie for me. It's Lady Boshi, absolutely, because mm-hmm. she's so cool and strong and and determined. Um, but and even this other character, I don't even know if you call him a villain, but he kind of causes havoc. No face. No face is so yeah. fun. Oh, I think he's, he's so, uh, uh, yeah. He's he's more evil than <laughs> yeah. He actually is because he's kind of scary. Until he's like so he's calm down. Yeah, he's he's selfish and he just wants. But then Chihiro. he chills. Then and then, he chills. Yeah, then he's fine. Which is the same as uh, same of which chills, which yeah. of the waste. Which mm-hmm. is she's like evil and she's like just this chubby old like oh, yeah. bring me along. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, Lady Boshi, no face, were, are so fun. Yeah. Because their motivations are so. <laughs> Clear. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite villain, Yubaba's baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll break your arm or whatever. <laughs> you don't play with me. Uh, um, okay, best soundtrack. Uh, who are we starting with? That's uh, tough. Uh, like maybe it? just Spirited Away. Yeah. No, Princess Mononoke. Okay. I don't know. I, I I really like those. Are like the two best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The piano theme from from Spirited Away is yeah. I, I, really Between good. those two, I, was, I that's where I was allowed to focus on the music a lot yeah. because they have a lot of these Scenery. silent moments yeah. where it's him kind of a journey. Yeah. Red him, his, his red elk across the mountains, beautiful. Her on the train mm-hmm. in in Spirited Away. Totally. So I, I to those where I noticed the music the most. Yeah. So I'll say those two. How? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I, I didn't choose like a movie. I just chose, uh, Ashitaka's theme. Oh my gosh. Uh, the uh, best. Yeah. Ashitaka's theme is so good. It's and best. it's probably cause I'm so uh, like such a sucker for violins and stuff, mm-hmm. but it is, it is <laughs> like so moving emotional. Yeah. It's for me, it's Mononoke. Absolutely. Yeah. Just because mm-hmm. his theme is so empowering and cool. And it's just like, oh, he's going to conquer no matter what. It's yeah. like so good. It's it's like one of my favorite scores of all time. Also, Howl's Moving Castle, I think, is amazing because yeah, it's, it's like cool. this Bavarian, like jo- yeah. Johannes Brahms. Oh, like, totally. like, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. It's, I've and it's about really that. fun. It's a lot of fun. It's yeah. awesome. Um, okay, and then we're, we're kind of blowing through these cutest. Totoro. Yeah. Totoro. Yeah. I would say Totoro, but I would also I'd have to give it to Kiki's. I think yeah, it's so that was cute. cute too. It's really cute. I mean. When I think cute, I think, okay, what movies am I going to show my kids first? Like, which Miyazaki is going to be Totoro and Kiki? Yeah. Because it's really, really cute. Um, Okay, last one. If you could inhabit any land or any story, any movie in uh, Miyazaki's films, which one would you do? That's tough. Um, Not Nausicaa. (laughs) (laughs) Poisonous landscape. Um, I don't know. It's kind of different because some of them are... In the real world with fantastic elements. Yeah. Like, Porco is, like, yeah. world yeah, it war. Is the world. It is just <laughs> like, normal world. I would say uh, My Neighbor Totoro because... I was just going to say... Really? It's, it's modern times, except it's got Totoro. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, there's the innocence... <laughs> and, thing. Like, actual conflict, you know, the mom's in the hospital and sick, yeah. but then they find this sort of refuge with these imaginary... Trolls. Not imaginary yeah. things. Um, so that also helps Moving Castle, like... Mm. That one's fun. Wizardry. That was a lot of Wizards. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Mm, flying things. But that also means witches and stuff. True. Yeah. That also means getting turned into an old lady. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Not even an old man for you, an old lady. Yeah. <laughs> I um, become an old lady. Yeah. I, I said spirited away. Just because I yeah. think all those... They all, they, don't they want to eat humans? I'm Sometimes. not down for that. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I think getting not to down. interact with the pleasant ones would be well, pretty cool. Literally only one pleasant <laughs> yeah. one. So, so like inside of like the spirit world. Yeah. Okay. That all, just all those... Because other than that, it's just regular. It is, it is, yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, yeah not... Dumb parents. <laughs> yeah, not like with my dumb parents driving to a new house. 
But in yeah. that case. Um, okay. I'm not about to get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for this last bit, um, I just want to preface this with saying... I don't think they should make live-action versions of any of Miyazaki's films. I think that no. would pollute the purity of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I also want to say, I agree. Yeah. And I also want to say, please don't hate us for our choices because <laughs> we don't know any Japanese actors. Yeah, no, we, yeah. we did whitewash these a little bit because... A lot of it. We did. Like, I, I legitimately tried to look up Japanese actors. I don't know any. Yeah, I can't, I can't judge, like... Then it would actually just be a physical thing, which is, I feel more inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I'm trying to, you know, we tried to find actors that yeah. Hollywood, I feel like Hollywood could actors. fit the bill. Yeah. yeah. And I just don't know enough Japanese. I just know, like, a few Korean. I know, like, Steven Yeun. Yeah, like, we know, I know <laughs> Korean ones, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, but then that's also bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, that's not okay either. Kind of, I mean, I well, guess, that's what we'll work yeah. on as a podcast. It depends on where they are, though. I mean, Parker yeah. Rosso. Yeah, he's a talented white actor. <laughs> and Howl's Moving Castle is, like, Hungry or Bavaria yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, So, it varies. Mm-hmm. It bavaries. Uh, it bavaries. Nice. So what we're going nice. to do... Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yosemite Sam. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we're going to do is we're going to choose... If we were going to, I guess, be in charge of choosing a director and kind of the three main stars for the live-action versions of Princess Mononoke, How's Moving Castle, and Porco Rosso. Okay, so I'm going to start with... Uh, I love Jason so much. I want to start with Eli's. I want to kind of say his. You, you know his? No, I don't. I just know that I will you love, love me? his. You oh. love me? I just, Jason's choice is always shocking. Are we going to do shocking. one movie at a time? No, yeah, we do. Okay. do. So let's start with you, Eli, and let's start with Howl's Moving Castle. Okay. Um, I'm going to do my actors and actresses. I'm, you want to save your director for last? Well, or? I didn't, honestly, like, as I thought about it, I don't really have as much of an opinion about directors. Oh, so you, it's a little loosey-goosey for yeah, you? Yeah. Like, Did you still choose of, some? I thought, yeah. And okay. I thought of what like could be funny, but it just doesn't really mean as much. Okay. You know, and so it's it's almost an aside. Okay. That's fine. I think this, like, sort of almost means less than when we did the Lord of the Rings recasting. Oh, Because uh, it's like... Uh, yeah, of course. Because this isn't really... This, yeah, isn't, this isn't, like, a creative vision we might no, have. I think instead it's just, of trying yeah. to compare it to what's yeah, already established. it's more just fun. Just yeah. to say. Okay, so my... Uh, I'll start with Howl. Yeah. I chose, and I think you guys know the face, but you won't know the name maybe necessarily. You guys might, but listeners. Uh, my howl is Sam Claflin. Yeah. He was on my list. Was he? He's awesome. He's from Hunger Games. Yeah, he's he's Finnegan. He's Finnick? Finnick. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Finnick. If he's like the, the kind of... He's the handsome swimmer with the trident. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's a handsome he's guy. He's Aquaman, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. I, I like him a lot. He's, I, he's I, got the right attitude. Yeah, and I, I did it particularly also to match him with my Sophie. But I, I, I think he, I think he'd be good. I think he'd be. I think he, he has the right kind of demeanor or like, because mm-hmm. he, because I think Howell needs to be vain, but then kind of have this redemptive like yeah. good which is yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so I chose him, and my Sophie is Elle Fanning. Oh, that's kind of fun. Not bad. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, because he seems a little younger. Yeah, uh, that, she is does, really and, young. She's yeah. which. <laughs> I don't know. I think she... That's good. I think she's just a little too cute. Because Sophie's supposed to be very plain. Is well, she? I definitely. Well, first yeah. of all, I don't think so. But secondly, she's I, I think you could totally she do Elle Fanning as plain. I think you could easily do it. Yeah, maybe you could. No, that's fair. I, that's that's not bad, actually. Yeah. Um, They're a good couple. They'd be a good couple, too. Yeah. <clears throat> and then my... Which... So, we, sorry, we should... We didn't even say the three we're going to do for each. Did we? 
So yeah. it's Hal, Sophie, and the Witch of the Waste. Witch of the Waste, yeah. Is who we are casting for, yes. for Hal's Moving Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, honestly, I chose this kind of on a weird whim, um, just from what I remembered from actually hearing about a casting of Lord of the Rings, and I recognized the image. And it'll make more sense as I explain it. For my Witch of the Waste, I chose Barry Humphreys. Barry Humphreys? He's an Australian comedian who played the Great Goblin in, <laughs> in Lord of the, the Rings. Hobbit? But, yeah, in The Hobbit. <laughs> but he has a famous, like, cross-dressed character that he uses. And I think you guys would recognize it. It's, like, this woman with in, in a pink wig, like a, a big pink wig, and, like, these ridiculous spectacles. I'm going to pull it up for you guys so you can actually recognize the character I based it off <laughs> of. Um because Sounds, I I really like the idea of, of a guy, so I, yeah. I'm with you so far. Yeah, and he and so he did this this character that was <laughs> here she is. This is him. As that's her. awesome. That is oh, that's awesome. Fun. That's fun. Uh, Dame, it's like Judy Dench. Yeah, Dame Edna, I think is is what they what they call her. I could be wrong, but yeah. So that's that's <laughs> her. <laughs> That's, that's actually really, really fun. I wanted to cast him. You oh, listeners should actually look that up. Yeah. Uh, so looking up just, James. Just look up Barry Humphreys and scroll through and you'll see a woman with like a pink, pinkish wig that's and a big like kind of horn rim. I dig. I dig the cast. Yeah. Uh, who's, Thank you. Who's your director? Um, With this one. Hey, let me pull up. I, I, I wasn't even nailed down on House, but I mostly chose one for Porco that maybe was good. Like, I really, I, just because I didn't want to say something and have it mean more than I meant it to. Okay. Because I didn't, I no, didn't know. Just, just go for it. What do you got? And so, like, House Moving Castle, honestly, um, I wanted to do Spielberg. Just yeah. because I, I like that he did a, I mean, he did BFG, and I think he has an of idea of this kind of kids, yeah. but obviously a, a, more of a scale. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I didn't. Solid. Yeah. No, that's a good one. I, I thought Steven Spielberg would make the cut on a few of these. Yeah. Jay, who do you have for Howl's? Uh, for my director, I, I uh, chose Matt Reeves because I nice. like what he's doing. He's good. That's and what does he do? See, this is my problem, too. Uh, <laughs> Planet of the Apes, he's going to do the Batman. He did Cloverfield. He <laughs> did uh, Let Me In as well. Let Me In, yeah. Awesome. He's yeah, amazing. Because I was thinking about him the other day. He's I like what he does. He's amazing. So, um, For my Howl, uh, I chose a person who needs a deeper voice. Um, and that's the only way he would ever get the role is if somehow his voice changed. Yeah. Uh, Ezra Miller. <laughs> Interesting. Ezra Miller. Flash. Yeah. He would. I, he looks good. I dig. He does look he looks really he, good. He, he's a little... He seems short to me. Really? No, but I he's think pretty he tall. That's not my he's issue. My issue is that yeah, he's yeah. kind of like skittish. He's very like, ooh, and Howell's very kind of confident. I don't know if he has the confidence that Howell does. No, I mean, like, he, he I think does... He could, I think he could act it, though. He does serious... Maybe. I mean, he's an actor. Yeah. Like, he's got to be an actor. And, you know, he does, like, serious roles and stuff. No, yeah. I, 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 it's not bad. It's not bad. No, I like it. I yeah, like it. It's okay. It's good. Uh, Sophie, apparently... Fantastic cheekbones. He does. And a job. A phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. We could talk Same about with Sam Claflin, honestly. Oh, yeah. 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 Same with the guy I'm... Yeah. Nah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Okay, okay go ahead. Uh, apparently, Sophie's got to be plain, so... Uh, I don't know what you mean. I, I, I thought, thought I thought, thought Sophie I thought was, she was pretty. always lovely. I just yeah. think I, I loved well, her. I just think she's overlooked by all her all her sisters are very pretty and blonde and all the boys are paying yeah. attention well, to them she, and she's she always is, looked over. I mean, but she, that's also kind of her character. Too. Yeah, she's like, introverted she is, and yeah. 
I just don't think she's and, and make the, it like every '90s movie. Put her in some glasses and like a tied up bun. A, a Princess like, Diaries. Sort of as soon yeah. as she takes out the bun, she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, because she's beautiful. And as soon as she plucks her eyebrow, she's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> You're uni. Uh, Lily Collins. That's good. Oh, I, that's good. I, I like, like it. Lily so I like Collins. it. Yeah, no, that's I love that. Uh, Witch of the Waste is Kathy Bates. Oh, that's fun. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Solid man. That's fun. Uh, okay, my Howl's Moving Castle director Guillermo del Toro. Nice, I think he cool. I love has that. the balance yeah. of the period piece yeah. with the fantasy. I love that. I think he do a fantastic job. Yeah. Uh, my Howl. I don't know. You might say he's too old. I like him. I think Tom Hiddleston would be a great Howl. No, I dig. Yeah, Tommy. I don't Hitz. think he's too old. Yeah, yeah, yeah he could. Do I it. like him. Uh, and then for my Sophie, you might know who she is, or you might not know who she is. Claire Foy. She's that from The Crown. Sounds so familiar. She's from The Crown. She's in that new movie with Andrew Garfield. Breathe. Um, mm, it's not ringing a bell. I mean, it is ringing a bell, but her. her you image you have to maybe look, look up, up Claire Foy. She. I think she just has the right kind of proper, subtly beautiful tone. Um, okay. Yeah, I could. I could. I could see. I think it. she'd I be. See. I think she'd be good with. Yeah, I'm um, With with Tom Hiddleston, and yeah. then for my Witch of the Waste, I did uh, Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, I think she'd be a good. Yeah, she's cool. Cool. Um, okay, let's do let's do Porco Rosso. Okay. Porco Rosso. Jason, you go this first this time. <laughs> Who who's your director? Uh, on a lot of my characters and stuff, on all of them actually, I put IDK at the end of them. <laughs> like <laughs> um, for Porco, it's like, like even for Porco, especially for Porco. I'm uh, I'm, I'm really I, proud I like of mine actually. Porco. Yeah, for, <laughs> for Porco Rosso, I wrote uh, Cohen Brothers. Why not? <laughs> okay, why not? <laughs> Everyone has a disclaimer. Yeah. Okay. Um, Porco is Tom Hardy. <laughs> hey, that was my first choice. Was I changed it. Really? It changed it. Cool. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. that's good. Okay. I, I love that for obvious reasons. I think he's got the gruffness and kind of the stoutness <laughs> that you need for Porco. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gina is Felicity Jones. Solid. I like okay. that. And mm. Donald Curtis is Jude Law. Really? Yeah. <gasps> okay. I don't see it. Okay. He kind of looks like him a little bit. I could, yeah, I, I, a little I, I could see that a little him. bit. Yeah. I take more issue, I think, with Felicity Jones, actually. Right? I love her. Yeah. I don't think she's, and this is like me, I don't think she's pretty enough. I, I think, think she's, she's lovely. One of the most but beautiful. I don't think she's that, I don't think she's Gina pretty. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a different pretty. Not pretty enough. Do you think she matches? Not the right like, kind of pretty. A Tom Hardy, though? <clears throat> yeah. She that's, could. Yeah. That's a good tone. Yeah. It's not a horrible cast. I think it's okay. You know, honestly, yeah, I dig. I dig. Yeah. And no, I, I Coen Brothers are your directors. That's what's hilarious, <laughs> because I it's like they, I don't, I do not, not put that. They, the thing is, like, they do both, like, funny and serious, like, mm-hmm. very well. Like, they've done both of those themes, like, really well, and mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Sure. And that's why I, I kind of chose Spielberg initially, was, like, yeah. I, I know he can do... He like, does everything Cool, well. grandiose, and Sci-fi, kind of a kid's drama. Okay, what do you got, Eli? ...version. Um, so, for... Rosso. Yeah. Okay, so for Porco, I chose... Ryan Gosling. Oh, really? Yeah. Think about it. He's. He, I think he can pull off this cool, oh. I mean, kind of quiet. You got to remember he'd be in a pig like, yeah. nose. Yeah. He'd have to have a pig nose and he'd definitely uh, also, have Also, that's to. what I was wondering. Are we going to make him, or is it prosthetic or is it CGI? computer? I would, uh, for, if I was directing it, I would do prosthetic because I'm more of a fan of practical effects yeah. always over Honestly, computer. you could do both. Yeah, and I wasn't sure great. about that. So I just went off about who I think character acting wise could do porco and i chose ryan gosling i, I think he could be kind of a cool yeah his per- disinterested pilot his personality could do it for mm-hmm. sure yeah mm-hmm. okay who else gina um gina blake lively 
Okay. She's, I, I think she could pull off that kind of that kind of old class. I don't like her as an actress. So she's do you not lovely. She I think she's beautiful. Lovely. I just don't like her as an actress. I don't think she's really. Like I love her. I like her as an actress. actress. Yeah. And I think I think she'd be a good Gina. Yeah, like maybe. think of the it's I mean, the chick who voiced Meg was yeah. <laughs> Susan, Gina. Susan Egan. Yeah. yeah. And so I think I think Blake Lively would be good. Hmm. And for my Donald Curtis, I chose Chris Pine. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Fine. A lot. Okay, cool. Kind of a like a cheesy loud American. So he's Steve Trevor. <laughs> yeah, he's basically yeah. Steve Trevor, but little, not as kind. Yeah, yeah. not as good-hearted. Yeah. Um, and who is your director? Oh, with this one again, I I toyed around with kind of some different ideas. Miyazaki is tough because his movies have such a unique feeling yeah, to so them tonal. that I don't think is necessarily replicated, replicatable yeah. just because there's this lightheartedness, but not, but I don't know. It's hard to say. So as a placeholder, I said, Woody Allen. <laughs> what? <laughs> Porco's <laughs> like, yeah, she, uh, I don't know. She's a young girl. I guess. I know, I just guess she, Porco falling in love with Theo. That is very Woody Allen. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> My wife, yeah, she they, doesn't the, appreciate me. The much. young, young, yeah. Young children, love interest. That's yeah. very what he <laughs> attracts him to the script. I'll take it. You don't even know what it's about. I don't care. It's all I need. <laughs> okay. I feel I like mean, I can really get inside I, Porco's mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Porco Rosso. My Porco. Okay. David Harbour. Sheriff Hopper from Stranger Things. Okay. Oh, cool. I think that he's got the gruffness. He's got the dad bod already. <laughs> but I think that he's got the right tone and the right demeanor for Porco. Like, pretty spot on, actually. Yeah, I think he's too tall, but other than that... I think Ryan Gosling's too tall as well. Porco's supposed to be very short. He's more of a tall I guarantee body. David Harbour is inches taller than Ryan Gosling. Oh, I doubt that. I'll look at it. Everybody Keep talking. Okay. okay. Everybody, we're <laughs> having a search <clears throat> contest right okay. now. Who's going to find it first? My Gina. No, he's, <laughs> he's just <laughs> <stop>. talking still. <laughs> My Gina. I did Sienna Miller. Okay. I think she'd be, she's elegant and very lovely. Mm. Uh, and then my Donald Curtis, I did Channing Tatum. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Like a Southern fast talking, young kind of cocky yeah. dude. Yeah. He, I don't, he could do it. I feel like he got to be a, almost a little cheesy to do that. I don't know if Channing. He's very cheesy. I've. I, I think he's G.I. Joe. I've, he's very <laughs> cheesy in G.I. Joe. <laughs> no, but you have to be like ironic cheesy in G.I. Joe. No, he's very ironic. Logan Lucky as well. Yeah. He's like, is that character? <laughs> he exactly yeah. is. All right. Like, yeah. All right. I think it's a good one. Whatever. And then the director, I said Joe Wright, the director of Pride and Prejudice mm-hmm. and Atonement and Pan. And Zombies. <laughs> and Zombies. And yeah, so I think Joe Wright would do a really good job with that one. Um, okay. Princess Mononoke. <laughs> Let's finish it off with a little PM. Prime Minister. Uh, what do you, what do you got for us, Eli? I'm looking something up. You're still looking something up? Yeah. What'd Sorry, you, what I'm have just... you found out so far? Oh, I was exactly right. How, how much taller? How tall Three is Three inches. How tall is Ryan Gosling? Six. And David Harbour, six three? Six three, yeah. Mm. He's very tall. He's a large fella. Therefore... Neener, neener. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> and thus we quid see, pro quo. thus it may be observed that <laughs> neener, neener. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, take us home. Princess Mononoke, directed by Terrence Malick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just, just imagery, not even lines. Just <laughs> images. Like, it would be such a beautiful... Mo- but that was actually important to me. That's why I chose him, is because uh, to me, I thought... 
oh, Princess Mononoke should be a visual movie. Like, mm-hmm. it should be pretty looking, especially because it takes place so much in, like, this woods, like, wilderness, I guess. So that was kind of important to me. Um, anyway, uh, Ashitaka mm-hmm. is, oh, uh, a guy that I forgot. Oh, Jason. Well, no, no, I have him written down, but I forgot what he's in. I think he's in a TV show, but I don't know him exactly. Uh, Colin Morgan? Oh, I, I've How's looked that? him up. He's a famous British actor. Yeah, he's he's in just like a TV show. Uh, you, you have that looked up, Jer? Uh, <laughs> if not, it doesn't matter. I, I know who he is. I can At least look him moving. up. I need to see his face. Yeah. He's a good-looking fella. <laughs> um, my oh, Sam yeah. huh. is Sofia Botelli. Botella. Botella? Yeah, she's from The Mummy. Also, he's from Merlin. He's Merlin. Merlin. Oh, okay, Merlin. Yeah, that helps. TV yeah. show. Right. Okay. Sci-fi. But, and yes, but, yeah, okay. Sophia Butelli, she's from The Mummy. I like her a lot. I think yeah. she'd be feral and cool. Well, I love her. She's great. Yeah. I didn't see The Mummy, but I'm, I was assuming she was wild in The Mummy. <laughs> she's also an Atomic Blonde. Oh. That's right. Oh. Also, didn't see that. Wanted to. Sure. <laughs> um, Lady Eboshi is Eva Green. Oh, good one. Yeah, yeah, that's good. good. Yeah, I dig. I thought about that. Because I thought about her, and I like her a lot. Oh, so. yeah, she's real good. Eli. Okay. Um, as I'm looking, at, I just looked up, pulled up a list of directors, because I feel like I should have given it more thought. Because I, I, yeah. I know I know a lot of directors. Should've. I really should have. <laughs> I don't know. I just, for some reason, I, I didn't, I don't know. So I thought I thought Ron Howard would be good for Poco Rosso, too. I think he'd be good. He would be very good. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. It's funny how Ron Howard's career is long and fulfilling, but whenever I hear his name, I think of the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, immediately. <laughs> same. Whenever I hear his name, did you guys ever Cinderella story? Beautiful Mike. <laughs> nope, no, the Grinch. <laughs> uh, did you guys ever see Music Man? The old uh-uh. Music Man. Mm-hmm. The mu- guys, do you know the story of yeah, Music Man I know at all? It's a famous musical, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you know the story at all? Like any of the characters or anything like that? Oh, no. well, there's a there's a little kid in it named Winthrop who has, like, a horrible speech impediment. Ron Howard play him as a Ron boy? Howard plays him as a little boy. <laughs> That's little teeny Ron Howard is Winthrop. And they sing a song about the Wells Fargo wagon, and he's like, well, the Wells Fargo wagon is a... <laughs> it's very funny and very cute. Oh, I love that. He's, like, six or seven. Mononoke. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. okay. Yes. Ashichaka. <laughs> <laughs> Already. Ashichaka. Wait, so who's your director? Are you Ashi- saying that for last? Um, I'll, I'll throw it out there. Peter Jackson. Great. Yeah. Cool. Fantasy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Action. Good visuals. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ashitaka. I chose Theo James. Oh, okay. Um, guy from Divergent. Yeah. I wasn't sold on him. Mm, don't love it. I, I, I chose my sand first, and I tried to think of someone who would be good next to her. Mm-hmm. I had a really hard time with that. I thought of Dane DeHaan, but I don't yeah. think he's strong enough. Yeah, I, I like, like him, him, though. I do like him. I, I wanted to throw him in somewhere, but I couldn't. But I thought Theo James... I don't really like he's that. He's too, like, masculine. He's, no, he's just too handsome. Yeah. He just looks mm. way too good. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, whatever. I do like my sand, actually. Who's your sand? I chose Rooney Mara. <gasps> oh, so love did, her. So did I. You did, too? <laughs> I chose Rooney Mara. Yeah. Love her. I'm interested to see who your Ashitaka is, then, because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I chose Rooney Mara. I thought she could be super cool. She's perfect. <laughs> I think she's perfect. Um, and then my lady, both, she was Emily Blunt. Great. Yeah. I love that one. I think I think confidence and that so like, talented. You yeah. probably could have thrown Emily Blunt in any of the roles, yeah, and I would have been like, "Oh, that's yeah. fantastic!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. good, yeah, solid. I, I, I think she'd be good. Not, not kind of hate Theo James actually. I do too. Really <laughs> not happy. With I that. wasn't. I wish you. 
wish I could have ended on yeah. my house. That's what I felt best about those I wanna, casting choices. I feel like I want to loan you the one I didn't use. <laughs> I was going, I didn't use Sebastian Stan, but I was going to cast him as... Uh, no, I think he's too old. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. And and that was kind of my issue. It was tough with an age range because Rooney Mara seems a little older, so we'd have to make her seem a little younger. Beautiful. And yeah. that was that was kind of my issue with yeah. trying to find a good actor for okay. Ashitaka. I do. Um, but I, I do think Sebastian would be a little too old. Okay. Who's your choice? Uh, so my director, first of all, oh, yeah, okay. is Alfonso Cuaron. He directed Prisoner of Azkaban, Gravity, mm-hmm. Children of Men. I think he would do a really, really good job. He's an amazing okay. director. Mm-hmm. Um, my... Uh, Okay, yeah, we already know my San, which is yeah. Rooney Mara, but I don't know how you guys are going to take to this. Ashitaka. Ashitaka. Uh, I did Kit Harrington, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. I think he could Not be bad. a good Ashitaka. I'm cool with it. I think he's... Cut that hair. Well, no, that's what he does in the, mo- in the, t- in the movie. He cuts his hair, so you yeah, keep yeah. his hair and you cut it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. I think he's got like the right demeanor, because I think Ashitaka is really kind of humble and really more reserved. And that's what I, I've seen Kit Harrington uh, as is not he's not like a bombastic actor. I'm cool with it. I'm I don't take as much issue with it as I do with Theo James. Right. <laughs> but I don't like it really. Yeah. I don't yeah. yeah I don't, I, know. I, I don't I, know what I I don't know what I want. I had a really hard time with it. Who'd you choose, Jay? Colin Morgan. Oh right. I can't even critique Kid it. Kid from Merlin. <laughs> I don't know. Never I mean I like Merlin. his look. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Um mm, and my lady Iboshi. <laughs> Rachel Vice. Okay. I, think I like her a lot. Was she in again? She's in she's the Mummy. Brothers Bloom. Oh yes. Um, yes. Dream she's in Dream House. Yep. Cool. I feel like I should be able to think cool. of the Fountain. Wasn't Hugh Jackman in the Fountain? Yes. Heard that movie was weird. Love that movie. I never oh, saw it. Weird. Part of it seems weird. Totally is. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> there's your. There's it. Cool. Uh, you know, let us know what you guys would have done. What actors you choose? What director you choose? Yeah. yeah, I'm interested. Or maybe we did. We did a movie that you wish we would have cast. Send us those. Find me yeah. a, a a better Ashitaka. Find Jaren one too while you're at it. Find Jason a girlfriend. Um, yeah. yeah, sure. I don't, I don't mind. Also, <laughs> we're gonna start a poll. Uh-oh. Should are we Jason shave or not? I don't know about that. <laughs> Jason, sorry you don't get a say. In this You'd have instance. to send in pictures because I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't know what I look like. Oh, I'm sure they can find you. Uh, if you know, I'm not hard to find, honestly. Go on Twitter. Jason, you don't want to see my Twitter. A handsome guy, and he's even more handsome with a beard. So I think that's all you need to know. There you go. That's it. That's all she wrote. Do you have a unrelated, unrelated, unrelated? Cast me as Ashi Tacos. Unrelated, unrelated. One, two, one, two, three, four. Unrelated, unrelated. Unrelated, unrelated. Unrelated, unrelated. Unrelated, unrelated. One, two, and we're going to cut it back now. And we're bringing it back. No, and we cut right now. Eli, you're ruining everything. And we cut right now. Whispering. All right. Fade out, then a fade in. Uh, for a grand finale. <laughs> what are your characters? Tell me to start with my characters and not the Is that with the question? <laughs> All right, here we go. Do Who? We should do an entire episode backwards where we start with <laughs> start the unrelated. But you, the final topic. Start with points. our answers of yeah. the unrelated. <laughs> I really do think that Albus Dumbledore would win the Tour de France over <laughs> something random. I don't know. Somebody could win. Yeah, yeah, random. We'll put a pin in that. Come back. Wait a second. Of happening in mind. Um, <laughs> who would you rather receive troubling medical news from? Okay. Mm. 
Scotty. Pippen? I'm sorry, I'm not Scotty. <laughs> oh, Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Him Detlef every Shrimp. Time. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Detlef. Detlef. Sorry, let me try that again. Not Scotty. I don't know why I said Scotty. Bones from Star Trek. Okay. Or Dr. Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park. Oh. Uh, oh Jeff oh. Goldblum. Oh, Dr. Um, Malcolm. <laughs> you no rather doubt. say, hey, you got a, uh, um, uh, you're a, Bones you're is, sick. is so nervous and cranky. I feel like he'd ta- <laughs> I'd take it more serious than uh, Malcolm. Yeah, he's, uh, also, what is, no, what is he a doctor of? Here's the thing. K- he's a chaotician is his technical <laughs> yeah, title. Exactly. Yeah, he, so he would have authorized to give me got a one in <laughs> 2,000 chance of uh, beating this. <laughs> he would relate it to like some story or something and like, maybe, maybe Ian? Yeah. Like cool the blow a little bit because like, yeah. he'd make me see a bigger picture. Yeah, he, like, would, he would definitely provide bigger picture. Whereas um, Bones would just be like he give you the facts, though, but I think the Bones is a little more competent, obviously, as a well, yeah, But I mean, if you're just delivering sure. news, sure. I, I, sure. if I want someone to diagnose me, I'm going to choose Bones. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but if someone is just delivering news, and any the messenger. telephone ends with. Yeah, yeah any if it's, messenger. If it's the messenger, then I'll choose. I'll choose Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, but you're, here's the thing: it's a messenger, but you you want to trust his opinion because you're. Yeah, you just said deliver news. Okay, you you're, really want us to say bones. <laughs> no, I want you to say Malcolm. Are you saying Malcolm? I'm so That's what we've been all... saying. Oh, okay. We've yeah, been saying was... Jeff Goldblum, both of us. I love time, and you keep trying to Jeff pull for bones. <laughs> I'm just trying. To just He's just trying to even the play. He's just trying to open up. But maybe we should give you just. Do you want to be looking real good? If we line, look a lot better without that shirt. Well, there you go. I think no matter what it is, I think Ian Malcolm is a guy I choose. Yeah, No matter what task, what, no matter what capacity, no matter what relationship we have. Jay Goldby. Uh, yeah. Jacoby is my boy. Jacoby. Jiggable. Oh, gosh. Well, mm. Thanks for joining us, guys. Another Thank you. successful episode. Another successful episode. <laughs> another one down the pipe. Um, another if one down you, the gullet. Another one flushed down the, the toilet. <laughs> if you never return to listen, I get it. Jason, why do you drive our <laughs> listeners away if with you these never, comments? If you never come back, um, Good it's not us, it's you. Right. <laughs> uh, You're the problem if you don't come <laughs> back. Not us. Reach out to us through our email every fan for himself at gmail.com or on one of our social media pages which is what jay message us at um (laughs) every well our instagram is effh podcast no it's not no it's it's every fan sorry that's our twitter (laughs) that's right yeah our twitter is effh podcast (laughs) 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 and facebook is also every fan for himself and Um, leave us a review on itunes please do we love getting them we love hearing from you please and we're going to be more we said it already but we're going to be more attentive yeah. On social media. The thing is, so look out. We don't owe you guys anything. Wait a second. Guys, <laughs> you two, do you want any listeners at all? All I those just... Texans are being driven. <laughs> hey, Houston, spring, yeah. hang with us. <laughs> and uh, gonna be Honestly, I'm, I'm all on board with Texas now. <laughs> I don't care about our Utah listeners. Yeah, I do. Just kidding. Send us I some do. barbecue. Texas listeners, send us barbecue. Jason is... You keep rattling off these Texas stereotypes, and I'm afraid that the good people in Houston and <laughs> yeah. Spring oh, resent you for Oh, are it. you saying that people from Texas don't like barbecue? I'm no, saying people I'm saying everywhere like individual. barbecue. That's, that's what I'm talking about. I'm saying barbecue I'm is saying, universal. I'm Absolutely. saying that their barbecue is probably better than our barbecue. Maybe it's because they okay, it's better. our that's podcast. Fair. That's fair. But and I want some of that. What if, I want a piece of their pie. What if all of our listeners in Houston and Spring 
they're all co-workers and they work for like that's what i think that's PETA. what i'm thinking oh <laughs> uh, we you know you know what if you work for PETA, that's okay what if they work for FEMA? if you work for PETA, do not listen to this podcast i already I said know. it's okay you already meat. have my approval I that's all meat. you need. I wonder how many vegetarians all you need is my you have at least one <laughs> absolutely it's just our friend yeah at least one well thank you for joining us guys i'm jaron jolly thanks for joining us uh, vegetarians and, and PETA affiliates alike yes. and meat eaters I'm thanking thank them. them also be on the lookout for we're going to try and I'm do some them. new podcasts with some other friends absolutely maybe to branch more, out. more <laughs> Eli's jealous more details on that later but we'll I'm Eli Webb surprise I'm you're, Jason. you're the worst i'm Jerry jason Jolly. hey you did it you yeah. well you, you took too I'm long i'm eli webb it jason was fresh i'm i am eli webb i'm jared jason kenny 